This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattress. Back in 2013, I bought a used mattress that was in someone's guest room. Uh, Not my best decision, but I was in college. Now, in 2021, I realized that it is horribly uncomfortable and makes me sleep worse. I was searching around for a mattress, specifically one of those that came in a box that ships directly to you to cut out the middleman uh, between the mattress store and you. Uh, Many of them, though, that come in the box mailed to you are still as expensive as one of those in the mattress store when you're supposed to cut out the middleman, but however, it's the same price. Uh, So that is where Novilla comes in. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night. Made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel infused memory foam, fits all bed frames and reasonably priced between $179 and $369.99. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description today, you can save 10% off any purchase through the Novilla directly. Again, that is 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description. And a reminder, when you use our promo codes and links, you directly support this show. What is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another WAP, another WAP standing for Wet Ass Podcast. Welcome to the show today. Welcome to Cancel Sweezy, uh, the show all about being a wet ass podcast, being a WAP. This is the only WAP of a podcast that you will ever see in the world. So welcome one and all to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. And I really like that. And welcome one and all. Hope you, if you're new here, hope you like it. If you're old, you know what the fuck is going on today. Welcome to the show, everyone. We got the best episode for you ever. I've never made a better episode of Cancel Sweezy than the one I have made today. So that is really saying something, and that is saying a lot about everything that is going to be going on today. So welcome one and all to the show. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you that I released a cover of InSync. It's going to be me on May 1st. It's still May right now, so you can still listen to it while it's May because it's going to be May. And you got to know that and you got to do that too. So you got to stream the song on Spotify, Apple, wherever you are streaming your music these days. But it's also on, uh, I also have more music everywhere too under Shweezy. Uh, you can go check that out. I have more under Shweezy, tons of music right now. Looks like I have two EPs and that single. So it's really cool. You need to go check that shit out and stream it nonstop 24 seven, along with following me on all social media. It's everywhere at the Shweezy, except for, uh, TikTok, where it's at the foreplay King. I like that. So you gotta go check that shit out. You gotta go check it out. You gotta follow me every single possible fucking place in the world where you can fucking follow music everywhere. You gotta follow Shweezy. You gotta follow the Shweezy on social media. You gotta follow the Foreplay King. That is me. Uh, that is the. This is the type. This is the type of guy you get. So uh, that is who we are today. Welcome to the show, though. Uh, I've said welcome to the show a million times. Uh, another thing you can do, you can follow me over on Twitch. It's Twitch.tv/slash/TheSchweezy. I stream every Thursday and sometimes on Monday. I just finished playing po- new Pokemon Snap. Probably gonna go back to playing some Fortnite for a while. Maybe doing some more Pokemon. I don't know. Got to figure out what I want to do. So much to do. So much to see. So uh, what's wrong, wrong with taking the back streets? So you never know if you don't go. Never shine if you don't glow. Uh, Twitch has a great feature. Follow is free for everyone. That's just normal following on every platform like YouTube, Spotify, Apple, everything, you know, everything you can follow someone or 
someone on, you can press follow. They also have a subscribe button. Now, typically, a subscribe is typically $5 a month uh, per subscribe you do. However, if you have an Amazon Prime account, which most of you do, I know most of you do, don't be stingy. Uh, Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. You know uh, that you can connect the two to your Twitch account and you get one free subscribe a month. And why not do it on your old daddy, Sweezy? And I really like that. And with that, though, that's a great way to financially support me. And make sure Jeff Bezos does not get another $5 a month because he has too much money. He knows it. I know it. And uh, we don't want him to do that. So uh, come on. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. You got you to gotta subscribe to me on there. You can also subscribe on the Patreon page. Currently, we're doing $5 a month. Uh, you get ad-free episodes of the show. A uh, great way to say thank you for being a friend. And, and I really like that. So why not? Why not subscribe to me? Uh, financially, that's the best way you could possibly do it. Uh, but nevertheless, though, if you are cheapskate and you want to support me without spending any money... Uh, you can go on YouTube, you can like this video, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. That's the best way uh, to support the show. Subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Um, we also do audio shows, obviously. Uh, most of you are probably listening on audio still, so you can go check that out wherever you're, you stream your podcasts on. So you can uh, give Daddy Schweg a, uh, a very good hug there and leave a review on whatever podcasting platform you do. I know on Apple it really means a lot when you leave a review and put a star rating. I don't care what you do. I'm assuming it's going to be like a one star. To be honest with you, I'm, I'm expecting like one stars on this show. So, uh, I, I, uh, this is the type of guy you get. So, uh, love this. Love. We have the soundboard back. The soundboard really makes everything, uh, it really makes the show so much better. I feel like it makes, gives me, uh, funny things, uh, to say. And, uh, I like that. So, uh, those are the two buttons I usually press. So, um, Nevertheless, though, he persisted. So thank you so much for uh, checking out the show today. Go and follow me, like, and subscribe everywhere. You uh, do it with your podcast, so thank you. Let's get on to previous week right now. Previous week right now is uh, your weekly news source, the only news that ever matters to you. I find articles on the internet, uh, and I read the titles, but I don't read the rest of them. That's what most people do. I don't read the actual article. I just read the titles. But on this show, we are trying to educate everyone. And so with the education I am bringing here today, we will be reading the articles. I know, very, very not common of people or millennials or Gen Z, actually anyone these days. They just look at titles and assume the opinion from there. So let's get into it. Let's get in to previous week right now, which we do not have a sound drop for, which I need to make one. So I am going to press any random button here. Uh, oh, wait, no, this one's perfect. Congratulations, you played yourself. So that's the, yeah, so that's the one we got to use. Okay, let's get into it. This one's from uh, our first article we're going to go through today uh, is from lawincrime.com. Uh, I don't know a lot about lawincrime.com, but I can assume that they have a lot of news on law and crime. So it looks like those are the two things uh, that they do cover on their website. And uh, you know what? I'm here for that. You know what? I'm here for all of that. This is the type of guy you get. So um, let's just go into it. Let's, uh, I, I'm, I'm sold from the title alone. And my head itches, and uh, let's get into it. Uh, some poor guy logged into a courtroom Zoom call with anal sex-themed screen name. <laughs> from our from the great people at longcrime.com, thank you. Uh, a defendant showed up to a court's Zoom stream with a deeply unfortunate screen name. No, his name 
was not really Buttfucker 3000. Uh, uh, okay, so no, his name was not really Buttfucker. Th- okay, let's keep reading. Um, this, man, this happened in an arranged hearing posted to YouTube on Tuesday from the court of Judge Jeffrey Middleton in St. Joseph County, Michigan. Uh, then we'll bring in bring this fool in said Middleton uh, and in popped in a man with the username buttfucker3000 uh, Middleton asked his name him his name there was a brief pause before the defendant realized the judge was ta- talking to him he appeared to say his name as Nathaniel Saxton uh, your name's not buttfucker3000 you yoho logging into my court with that as your screen name said the judge later adding what kind of idiot logged into court like that uh, the defendant said he did not believe that he typed anything like that he apologized. Milton briefly kicked him out of the active Zoom call feed. The defendant returned minutes later. He said his sister set up his Zoom account and he noted the use of his Bluetooth speaker. The name was an inside joke. He said, I'm embarrassed. He said, I'm sorry. The new Zoom name said Nathaniel Saxon. Uh, Sax- Saxon was in court on a count of possession of drug paraphernalia in the city of Three Rivers. This was described in court at court an alleged violation of a city ordinance punishable by up to 90 days in jail and a $500 fine. The defendant initially pleaded not guilty. Prosecutor John Barnes refused to budge on the charge, saying Saxon was found with items including a used syringe that tested positive of meth residue. Uh, Saxon changed his mind about his plea when Middleton noted the normal fine of this is $200. He admitted to having the syringe and other paraphernalia. Indeed, he received a total $200 fine. Is your sister there? Said the judge. No, unfortunately she is not, said Saxon. Uh, Tell her she almost got you put in jail for contempt of court said the judge saxton apologized again okay said middleton uh we've written about the judge's court before regarding a case a lot more serious than the buttfucker mishap uh state attorney assistant deborah davis was questioning a man who was allegedly abused by a man she realized the victim was in the same apartment as the defendant your honor she said i have reason to believe that the defendant is in the same apartment as the complaining witness right now Uh, And I am extremely scared for her safety. The fact that she's looking off to the side and he's moving around. I want some confirmation that she is safe before we continue. Cops checked it out. They discovered the two in the same residence. Your Honor, me and Mary both don't want the no contact. Both don't want the no contact, said defendant Kobe James Harris while being handcuffed. I asked that. I asked that that be dropped. I'm sorry I lied to you. I knew the cops were outside. I don't know why I... Uh, Mr. Harris, my advice is don't say anything else, said Middleton. The hearing is adjourned. Your bond is canceled. If you have $10 million, you can't bond out. In addition, the prosecutor probably also going to charge you with obstruction of justice. Uh, just days after the incident went viral, a person with a suspended driver's license opted to appear in Judge Middleton's Zoom court while sitting in the driver's seat of a car. Remember that, uh, the driver's so, and what are my reactions to, um, yeah, um, it looks like, um, if I'm going to make a guess, uh, his sister, uh, changed his, uh, Zoom username without him knowing it, and then he logged into court, unfortunately, with a, the, the wrong time for that. So, this, whoever wrote this article needs to go to college, because I don't think anyone in college would write that. Uh, you'd have to be in, like, you'd have to be in high school to write this fucking article. It was so, that's why I sounded so fucking weird reading it. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Um, uh, okay. So, and there's like two different stories going on here. Uh, 
Gary Case, you realize the victim was in the same apartment? Your Honor, I have to reason to believe that the defendant is in this. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in this article. Whoever writes this needs to fucking learn how to write fucking media before I go over it in my show. Because this show requires a college education to enjoy. <laughs> because I keep it right here in every episode. Let's see if I can hand it right here. No editing or anything. That's my actual college degree. Uh, is it clout? No, because this is what I do now. I talk on the internet, I drink Coke Zero, and talk a lot of shit. All right. Let's, let's, I can't talk anymore about this. This is fucking stupid how bad this article is written. Um, probably just a judge, but I just think it is funny. But, so, is your name Buttfucker3000? Like, no. <laughs> Guy's just like, instantly doesn't know what's going on. Oh, not... I don't know what's going on. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay. Let's, um, we got so much more to do, so much more to see. So, um, let's get on to, thank God here. This, this will clean our palates, uh, right and easy. Um, it looks like we got a Garth update. I like that. So, uh, this is from KISS 95.1. Uh, this is just, looks like a, uh, radio station talking about Garth Brooks, uh, releasing their blog. Um, Garth Brooks on Pink, uh, she's tougher than you are. She, she's tougher than you are. Uh, that's how you would talk. Garth Brooks recently said on this week's Studio G program on Facebook that he would love to duet with Pink and also Luke Combs. Garth said of Pink, I love duets. Pink's fantastic. I like Pink because every time you see Pink, she likes the sweet. She's like the sweetest thing on the planet, but she's also just tougher than you are. I like that. Oh. I like that. <laughs> It says in the article, I think that's what every woman I love is about her. I think that's what they love about Beyonce. I think that's what they love about Lizzo. Is they're just defiant. Uh, Brooks adds, they're not scared of anything. Adele, oh my God. What a fabulous duet partner that would be. Garth even talks about doing a duet with Kelly Clarkson saying, Kelly Clarkson, I was on her show and got to sing with her. Whoa. That'd be scary to step up to the mic with Kelly Clarkson because she's just a thoroughbred right. But when Kelly starts singing, man, you can be a mile off and still hear her. She's got the pipes, so it would be all be fun. Uh, as for a male duet partner, Brooks recalls his time with Blake Shelton saying, I loved my time with Blake. I'd do that again in a heartbeat. I'd do anything with Luke Combs, just a sweet guy. So yeah, there's a lot of people I love to do duets with. So, uh, there we go. We, uh, got confirmation of people Garth wants to collaborate with, uh, which is really cool. He, he, you know, he's one of the biggest artists in the music industry right now, I would say, or well, in country music. He, he basically is the biggest artist in country music history, which is wondering how it took him to like, I think 2016 or 2012. It was one of the years I, I either graduated high school or college that he finally was inducted into the country music hall of fame and, yeah, and I'm with him, too, that Trisha needs to be in the Country Music Hall of Fame, too. I will go. I will vote on that as well. Uh, I like how uh, Pink is his number one, and Luke Combs is, like, his male number one, which is really cool. That would be a very unique uh, cover. I would. It would have to be a Garth song initially. It could not be a Pink song unless Pink decides to go country all of a sudden. But, uh, yeah, I could see that being a good good duet. Honestly, I'd, I'd be down to hear any of this. As long as the song's good, I feel like we could. Uh, we, it could make it happen. And you know what? I like that. And then when Garth releases it. And I really like that. So, uh, as we move forward from life together today, folks uh, and folkettes, uh, 
let us all remember that uh, Garth is down to collab with a bunch of artists. And uh, if you have Garth's phone number, first of all, you need to give it to me. I'd love to. I need to set up. And, I want to talk to him like in real life. Uh, but also, he'll come up with Kelly Clarkson and Pink and Luke Combs. And uh, I think he wants to do it with Luke Combs because Luke Combs is fatter than him. I think. I think that's the reason. Hashtag. Pray for Micah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's all I'm going to have to say on uh, in regards to this Garth update we have today. Oh, Garth and Lizzo. That would be the strangest, strangest collaboration I have ever seen. If you're talking about, like, two opposite ends of music, it's those two. <laughs> so, yeah, I would love – I actually, just for my own entertainment, let's do Garth and Lizzo because that's what we need. That's what we need in life, folks. We need Garth and Lizzo. And I really like that. Okay. I don't know I'm going to talk about Garth today. Folks, um, here is an article um, that I feel I need to be the first person to comment on, which I was not the first person to comment on. According to my sources, which is the script I am reading right now, it looks like The Guardian is the first person to actually get a hold of this information, but I'm also going to regurgitate it. So uh, miss me with that bullshit this is the type of guy you get so uh let's see here uh from the guardian like i said uh gwyneth paltrow broke down and ate bread during quarantine how did you surprise yourself it's like i want you to interact with us about this um and the latest celebrity attempt to prove they had it just as hard as normal people in the pandemic, Gwyneth Paltrow has admitted she was driven to extremes during quarantine. Things got dark, she admitted to drinking as many as two cocktails a night during lockdown. Quinona-based whiskey cocktails, of course. Uh, not none of that, like, fucking Smirnoff shit or Jameson. And even sometimes eating bread and pasta. Shock. Horror. Uh, if I were her, I might be more concerned about buying an 8,600 hiking necklace as part of my detox program or creating a candle that smells like an orgasm. But hey, maybe sanity is all relative, just like suffering. Uh, my lowest point this pandemic was when at the end of my tether, I yelled, I am the alpha at my four month old puppy, proving to us both I clearly wasn't. Or maybe that time I thought I could get him to stop humping me by doing it right back at him. Spoiler alert, doesn't work. Okay. Lots to unpack here. But first thing I want to say is I like Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is cool. I, I like Gwyneth Paltrow. Now her goop shit is fucking stupid. Like, I, I don't know. But I feel like she is, if she, we don't talk about fucking goop, I mean, I feel like she'd be a cool hang. And I know I'm not supposed to like Gwyneth Paltrow, but I do. Shao Howe was a great movie. And the fact that she had to put on a fat suit is great now hearing that she ate bread and pasta during uh, uh, her quarantine, which is a very, very surprising factor. But I do think Gwyneth Paltrow can be super cool. She just is into some weird shit. Um, second all is, like, I, I love, that was my favorite part of when COVID started, is this idea of, like, people who have normal serotonin levels, who are not depressed and are just typically in good shape once they were not able to do just like go out and have like wine with someone or meet up with a friend that just everything went out like i thought i i never realized how much serotonin people had until that i just thought maybe we're all a little depressed and we all just kind of like some people are just better functioning than others no like some people 
uh, could not function with the idea of like, hey, we need you to stay home and do nothing but watch TV and maybe some other little projects for um, two weeks or a month or whatever. And people freaking out about that fucking little idea. It, 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 it satisfied me a little bit because just watching, watching happy people uh, be depressed, I'm like, now you know what a lot of people feel like all the time. Congratulations, you played yourself. And they're just like, oh man, I'm never going to suffer with uh, the millions of dollars I have. Like, especially celebrities trying to talk like, you know, I'm in this with you. I'm like, uh, we're in different homes. <laughs> so uh, maybe if uh, you you could try to financially support people, that's the best thing you could probably do. Uh, but um, also, shut the fuck up. Your life isn't that bad. It, it, it's like this idea of, you know, I have like a lot of friends and we're not playing shows right now. Uh, and then there's like some bands like, oh, yeah, why don't you just run out of like a drive-in movie theater. I'm like, yeah, some of our bands aren't going to fill out an entire fucking drive-in movie theater. Like big celebrities are like, we're still going to try to tour during, even though COVID is going on. Like, yeah, you're renting out drive-in movie theaters. Like, of course you're going to be able to do that. Don't like, there's like people who aren't as uh, well-developed as you, like not going to be able to do that shit. Sip. So that was the wrong button pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that i'm not god so don't fucking question my opinion but i don't know um um so yeah it's like she, she admitted to drinking two cocktails a night which i've been known to go over big bottles of liquor in one night so there's there's a lot of things you know we could all we could all be doing uh but when celebrities freak out about not being able to do random things. Uh, yeah. And then oh wait, she tried to hump her four month old puppy back to show dominance. Okay, Gwyneth. Okay. Okay. And that's where we're going to end, uh, me going over that shit because that, that folks is something. I have not been drinking in like three weeks, two to three weeks. I think like three weeks now. And folks, you probably see my face is getting a little bit thinner, but um, this this news, I don't know what's going on with this news. So, let's get into the last article we have today. Uh, this one's straight from News 4 Nashville. This is uh, coming, this is local news right now. This is what I'm getting, I'm getting into local news where I live. And I uh, hope you're excited for this shit because... Uh, oh boy, we saved the best for last. Uh, coming to you straight from News 4 Nashville. Man arrested for a swinging colostomy bag at police officers. Uh, That's rough, buddy. So, uh, Metro Police arrested a man on multiple charges, including assault, assaulting two police officers after he took his colostomy bag and swung it to strike the officers, according to court documents. Police said Nicholas Newhart, identified as John Doe in court documents, was drunk and holding a bottle of beer blocking the outside side emergency exit door at Kid Rocks at 221 Broadway Kid Rock. Security told the defendant to leave the outside door area, but he refused to leave. Uh, security flagged down police to assist in getting Newark to leave. Newark told out, took out his classroom bag from the inside of his front pants area and started to swing the bag, hitting two of the officers with his feces. Uh, police Newark was 
said Newart was drunk when taken into custody without any further incident. He could not stand straight on his own. His eyes were bloodshot and glossy, wet-looking, and the smell of alcohol coming from his person. He has been charged with assault on the two Metro Police officers' disorderly conduct uh, and uh, public intoxication. So, a lot of things we can be thinking about here. Um, but first, I want to say, as someone from Nashville, Kid Rock's uh, bar is on... Broadway, which is just all trash honky tonk bars. Like no one, like none of the real artists in Nashville play there unless maybe it's like a one-off gig just to like make some money or whatever. Like it's not like a, not like a regular thing. Uh, real artists do because you're only playing fucking covers. Like I said, if, and people are like, why don't you play downtown? I'm like, well, I decided to not live in the Midwest uh, to not be in a cover band because if I was going to make money as a musician in, let, let's say, Kansas City or St. Louis, I would have to be in a cover band. Like, that's the only way I would be able to make money. And um, I decided I don't want to do that. So that's, I try to move somewhere where I could actually be part of the music industry and uh, not do that shit. Um, but anyways, like I said, our, our Nashville downtown area is just all trash bars, all trash honky tonks, not even just cover songs all night long. People who think they're famous, they're like, maybe we're going to run into a Blake Shelton tonight. I'm like, Blake Shelton does not fucking hang out down there. None of us do. If you live in Nashville, you don't hang out down there. Uh, it's the last place you fucking go in a f- super crowded area where you're going to run into uh, It's all country music fans. It's like it's it's the literal worst last place you'll see a real country artist um and then uh let's go here and then so this is kid rock bar which is like the worst of the worst we already know who fucking kid rock is the trashiest human being it's uh he's basically dr phil also dressed up like kid rock that's what kid rock actually looks like now uh it's pretty uh pretty fucking gross and uh so this is not at all surprising uh to see this shit go down there like that's the last bar i will ever go to downtown um guy was drunk and he was uh outside he was blocking the emergency exit door okay and so like that's a weird thing and then i kind of sounds like this guy might have been a little homeless uh when he was swinging the colostomy bag at his the cops to fight with him like, that's like, oh, God damn it. Like, you can still take them, but you're going to get shit all over yourself. And that's that's the real problem. You're still going to get shit all over yourself, but um, you're going to be able to take them down. And he was basically just drunk and stuff like that. He kind of, he does sound a little homeless to me. Uh, that's the question. And I know a lot of homeless people hang out down there because, one, it's easy for them to make money. But also, like, if they're wanting to get drunk, like, that's, like, the most expensive place and I don't think there's any liquor stores near there, so, like, near that downtown area, so, uh, I don't know why they fucking go down there for that shit, um, but anyways, though, that's news coming out of Nashville, folks, um, it's like, ooh, you live in Nashville, you must go downtown all the time, like, yeah, yeah, I wanna hang out crappy bars that have, uh, shitty, the overpriced drinks, and smells like vomit, like, I'm gonna get my overpriced drinks in another bar, like a cooler bar, like go to Midtown or the Gulch or whatever shit like that. That's where I would want to go to get my drink. Maybe even East Nashville. I'd go there to get drinks way more before I even go to there. And if I'm going to see a band play, I've rarely seen a band play. Uh, any bands I want to see play down there. That's that's a fact. So uh, I'm going to miss that, that bullshit. I'm not want to see that shit at all. So, um, so folks, if you come to Nashville and uh, want to 
actually not me have me not hit you just uh avoid downtown it's not that it's really not that good i have friends come down they want to see it i'm like it's really not that good i know other places we can go to i'd rather go there and i'd rather not hang out down here so that's it that's it all i have for uh previous week right now all the news is coming to you uh not a lot of good things happened last week or the previous week that i went over right now but nevertheless he persisted and it's time to move on Video games can be expensive. Most start at $60 with new consoles such as the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. New games are even starting at $70. There's some games you're going to keep forever, which for me are Super Smash Bros. Ultimate and Zelda Breath of the Wild. Most games out there you're only going to play once and then never pick up again. I know, I bought some games that are now just collecting dust on a shelf in my home. Uh, That's where Gamefly comes in perfect. Gamefly literally is the best video game rental service out there. You can keep the games as long as you want, and when you're done with them, just send them back, and uh, they'll send you the next one on your queue. Uh, and if you end up loving the game, best thing you can do is buy it at the best use price possible through Gamefly. Using our link in the description, get your first two months of Gamefly for only $10. So start playing new games using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're trying to lose some extra pounds or staying healthy, you understand how big of a deal working out is. Now, getting the most out of your workout is important to not only me, but many others out there. Are you wanting to gain muscle, lose weight, or even gain some energy to get the most out of your workout? FNX Fitness is here for you. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while working out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder. By using the link in our description today, you can save 15% on your purchase. So go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, everyone. So I can't believe that I am the dum-dum who has to tell everyone this. Uh, I, with many others, has to be the one to tell you this information. Um... But uh, y'all need to get your fucking vaccines so we can get fucking the world back to normal. First of all, um, not enough people are apparently getting vaccinated, and uh, we all need to get vaccinated to create herd immunity. If you need to know what herd immunity is, I'm not going to explain it to you. That's something someone smarter than me needs to say. Like, we all have to get it, or else it doesn't really work. It's not like, it's not a thing. Vaccines don't work as if, like, you get the vaccine, then you're immune to it. No, like, we all have to get the vaccine. Uh, that way uh, we can fight it off and let the disease die instead of uh, creating a whole new morphing blob of things or whatever. Uh, so we can get this shit over forever. Um, that's the way it is. And uh, I shouldn't have to be the dumb dumb to tell you this information uh, because I'm better than that. Um, I'm better than you. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So, without that being said, uh, I found a TikTok that uh, personally portrays all my feelings. And here it is. I'm not going to get the vaccine. Then die. What do we do? Argue with you? I'm not on the debate team. This isn't mock trial. Aren't you worried about the side effects? I'm worried about the disease. Well, they're tracking you through the microchip. They're tracking you through the phone you're watching this on. Get the vaccine. So with that being said, 
miss me with that bullshit and uh, get your vaccines. Next up, I want to talk about uh, one of the greatest things that ever happened to me. I finally bought a bidet. So uh, I remember last week I was telling you about diet and exercising, and uh, I've been having horrible diarrhea, and uh, it looks like I've been dealing, and I've also been dealing with hemorrhoids for a very long time. One wrong meal, and it all opens back up, and it's pretty fucking horrible to feel. It's just like, oh, I got to poop again, and then you, you do it, and it's just like, like it just stings when it comes out and then you're like oh, oh, oh. And then you like waddle back to like the couch of your bed and you just like lay there it's like ow 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 so i finally for my own health i decided to say enough is enough and uh for me it is finally time to get a bidet now i bought a tushy and uh tushy's instructions to uh installing a bidet very straightforward <clears throat> it's not hard at all to do that <clears throat> Man, Coke Zero really gives you the burps, people. And so, um, basically, it was my toilet. Like, my toilet was pretty old, and, like, a lot of screws were stripped and shit like that. And so, like, it just took me forever to just get things unscrewed. Like, the that pipe that connects, like, to my toilet, oh, my God, was a pain in the ass to get open. Like, I was lucky that day I didn't have to poop at all. And so, like, there's almost a full day. Like, I think it was literally last Friday. Like, I didn't have to poop very much, and I was very lucky for that instance, because, oh man, that it, it could have been rough. I would have uh, had to deal with that. Don't worry, I pee in the shower. Don't fuck cokes. Don't worry. And we all pee in the fucking shower. Don't act like you're fucking better than me. Uh, but no, after I get it all installed, uh, oh man, I'm telling you, people, if you want to live in high society, best thing you can do is to get a bidet. I am telling you, get a fucking bidet. Oh my gosh. So. Uh, one thing you can do is, um, so basically I was always wondering, cause I used a friend's, uh, my friend Austin Doyle, let's put up a picture here. Uh, Austin Doyle, uh, he had a bidet and I think he had one of those that wasn't connect inside the toilet. Cause I guess it was for diaper changing or something like that for like his brother's child who didn't live at that house. Uh, Anyways, but apparently it was also a bidet as well. It was like a hose, like it took it and then like sprayed it. And I made the mistake of going full throttle uh, with it. And it was still cold too, right up my ass. And I was very scared of bidets for a while, folks. And so uh, without bidets for a while, uh, I, I was using flushable wipes for a while. They got the job done, but at the end of the day, it's like... Still, to- it's still toilet paper. It's just like your sewage won't break it up as easy. Um, so if you want to, you can. Dis- if you live in a home, you can destroy it. If you live in an apartment, who gives a fuck? That's up to your apartment to take care of that shit. So, um, but then you get the bidet, and then like you're like, okay, so I know to not go full throttle on it at the beginning. So like, first of all, I'm like sitting on the toilet, all done, all done with my with the poop. Poop's gone. Just feel dirty all over my ass typically you'd wipe here so then i turn it on a little bit and then uh then you get the lightest stream hit your butt and it is cold i got a cold one if you don't like the cold and you can do it in your bathroom you can get one that controls the temperature uh however i think i'm used to it now so i don't really care uh so you put it up a little bit let it kind of like go off for a little bit and then you just slightly turn it up to just power wash setting and it's, it's like a power washer if you ever watch those videos where they like power wash like a dex like and they get like tons of dirt off and it's like super satisfying to watch 
That's what happens with your ass, folks. That is what happens with your ass. I'm telling you. And you're just like, it's all done. And then you're like, oh, man. It's like you get out of the shower. It's like every time you poop, it's like you hop in the shower or clean your ass. That's what you do. And uh, for a while, I was uh, doing... I was just uh, padding dry with toilet paper. Then I realized, hmm, what if I just go zero toilet paper? So I have, and I have an extra blow dryer lying around. So I just keep that plugged in and I dry my ass off with the blow dryer because I'm worth it, folks. Uh, I am worth it because uh, I am worth it. I am the man who is worth it. So. Um, what I can say is folks, uh, getting a bidet, 10 out of 10 experience. Uh, I'm worried for when I start traveling and can't poop with a bidet, just how dirty I'm going to be and how, how life is not going to work out for me. So I'm trying to get all my friends to get bidets. So when I go visit them, I can poop with a bidet at my friends. So, and they're like, well, if you install it for me, I'll get it. I'm like, yeah, fine. I'll install it. That's, I know what to do. That's not a big deal for me. I'll do it. So, uh, folks, I'm telling you, get a bidet, become a better person in life. And I got the Tushy. Uh, Tushy is like a, the high quality, it's a very high quality one that is, it has a, a little bit pricey, but it, it's quality. Um, you can get cheaper ones. I can't guarantee those quality is going to be very good. But, uh, anyways, just, just do your, you just do you, but do you with a bidet, folks. And if you want to be like me, blow dry your ass clean because now I'm a zero toilet paper man. And uh, the environment is better off now because I poop a lot. And that's the, this is the type of guy you get. So, oh, sorry. This is the type of guy you get. So we all know what the fuck's going on. Uh, that's all I have to say on getting a bidet. Now it's time for a deep thought. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. Uh, a deep thought or deep thoughts, uh, depending on, like the adult diapers, it depends, uh, is a is a type of thing, it's a question I thought throughout the week that is fairly deep, and I don't necessarily have an answer to the question, but I thought about it. So here's my deep thought. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. So uh, I've, like I said, I've been working out. I don't have any health updates uh, for you. If you think I look skinnier, please let me know. I need the encouragement. Uh, but uh, I've been working out. And one day, I just, oh, Wednesday, well, it was two days ago for me, I woke up and my ankle was sprained. And I'm assuming it was from working out, doing leg shit or whatever. And it got me thinking, is spraining your ankle while working out a fat guy thing or a skinny guy thing? Now, people who work out all the time and enjoy working out, which I don't fucking get. I don't get how people enjoy working out. And people are like, well, it releases serotonin into the brain and it makes you feel better. Now, look. I guess that the serotonin part makes sense. I think though, when you work out, your your body's in better shape and you're not like tired from walking stairs and shit like that. I think that is a good, you know, that's a good logical explanation for it. But I don't feel like in a better mood. I'm like, oh, I feel like shit. <laughs> After every time I work out, everyone's like, man, I feel good. I knew that I would now. I like that. So I don't, I do not like that. Um, so that's a question. Uh, if you sprain your ankle while working out, is it a fat guy who does it or a skinny guy? Is it fat guy problems or skinny guy problems? That is the question. And if, for those of you wondering how I'm working out, I am not going to the gym. I feel like I'm not going to go back to a gym until like 
you really don't need to wear a mask in the gym. Now, I think Joe Biden just said, oh, yeah, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. Now, I mean, the CDC said it. Um, and I think what they're meaning is like in like small group situations is there, if everyone's fully vaccinated, feel like it's okay. Um, I don't think it's like grocery stores, gyms and shit like that is there yet. So um, maybe they need to explain that better. Um, I'm not the one to to say shit about things I don't know about. But um, yeah, wait, when it's like fully okay to wear not wear a mask at the gym, I think that's when I'll go back. Now, I wear a mask, and I'm one of the, the people who are like, I don't like wearing a mask. I will admit to saying that, but I will wear a mask because it's proven to do shit. So that's the thing. Th- th- that's the thing, though. Um, that I've been using the uh, – what was it? I think it's – I've been using the Wii uh, Motion Fit Ring mo- – Motion Fit Plus, I think that's what it's called. Ring Fit, that's what it's called. The, the Wii – the Wii. The Nintendo Switch uh, Ring Fit adventure type game like you get a lot of workouts in there um surprisingly hard as fuck uh for me probably not other people but for me so that's a deep question if you want to leave a comment uh let me know is spreading your ankle a fat guy thing or a skinny guy thing that is the question i would like to know this is uh that's the question so that's all i have today for uh deep thoughts oh my gosh so deep i fucking uh, now let's moving on to it's time for us to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Uh, if you don't know uh, for this segment, scraping the bottom of the barrel is a segment I like to do when I have nothing else to talk about. And uh, so we decided to go to BuzzFeed and go over one of their articles with numbers and shit like that. Uh, and uh, I like to call that scraping the bottom of the barrel because I am scraping the bottom of the barrel for content. So um, today, this article from BuzzFeed is no different from others. Um, it's very interesting, and I think we have a lot to talk about. Uh, 29 things about American schools that are completely normal to Americans and super weird to non-Americans. Now, I'm an American. I went to uh, American school, and uh, I assume that I've been through all of these. So, uh, without further ado, uh, let's just get into it. 29 things. We've got a lot to go over, so let's just uh, let's see how long I want to spread this out. Um Start time. Number one, start time. Way too early to be healthy. Yes, that is very much proven uh, to be the case. Now, it would make sense. Um, Now, I think the idea is they want to start it before parents go to work and then end after that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's, like, way too early. Like, so, and then when I was in school, so we had... I was, I did band, jazz band, choir, and I was in, like, our top, like, uh, what was it, what was our fucking, we had our concert choir, and then uh, we had another choir, which was, like, the top people. I was in it all four years, because I am the best singer in the world, according to someone. And so, like, yeah, so we had to do shit before school. Now, I think our school started at 8.02 for some fucking reason. 8.02. Could, you want to start at 8? Let's get an extra two minutes. You know, let's be kind. Uh, so, uh, concert choir. What was the other choir called? I think it was to start with a C2. Concert choir. What was the other? It's not mixed choir. I'm going to go over this. I think if I can find an old picture, I think we can... Do I can find something? I'm gonna search back through all my photos because I have to like figure this out. Um, I have a lot of photos. 
All right. So talking about talking about uh, was it when I was in high school? So about nine. Was it nine years ago I graduated high school? Which we didn't know was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, for me. Now, what did I... What was the name of the fucking group I... Ah, oh, man, I'm not gonna figure it out. I'm not gonna figure it out, folks. I don't think I'm gonna figure it out. So, um, anyways, I forgot. So, yeah, we, we had to start at, like, anyways, we had to start at, like, so our school started at 8, and so we had to be there for, like, early rehearsals at, like, 7 a.m., which is, like, annoying because they wanted to make sure the people in sports, uh, that way they could play their sports and be in band and choir, too, and that's why they made it that way. And guess what? Um, I didn't do either of them. Um, I was in choir, and I was trying to, you know, actually have a music career, uh, no one else in that group is going pro in any sport right now. There was maybe one, there's maybe one guy who could have gone pro wrestling, like the kind that's like cuddling, not the, not the fun one. And like, there's one guy who probably, who could have gone pro with that, which I don't know with not real pro wrestling, like the school pro wrestling that like the coaches, Usually, you know, the coaches usually get caught touching the boys, you know, that kind of wrestling. Uh, WWE, uh, not a lot of coaches touching the boys, uh, folks. So, yeah, we had to do that. And so, like, everyone's like, maybe we could do it in the morning. I'm like, I can. I have every other fucking rehearsal in the morning. I can't do it in the mornings. It has to be after. Why can't we just do after school? And they're like, well, I have uh, football practice. Well, like, can't you skip it for once? You're not fucking going pro. <laughs> like, goddamn. My school sucked dick. Uh, number two, hall passes. Now, ooh, I don't think my school had hall passes. I don't think they gave a shit that much about hall passes. Because um, I, I went to a small enough school. I think we had like 200 kids per class in my high school. Uh, so worst case scenario, uh, there was a kid just dicking around in the halls during class time. Uh, someone would have caught the student. And the student's like, who's your teacher? Uh, who, what class are you supposed to be in right now? And, and this is the worst situation. And I would say, I'm not telling you. Um, they could easily figure out my name. It's not that big of a school. They could just look up my schedule and find the class at the current time. So that's my school. But I guess in a bigger school, that would make it a little bit different. Um, number three. So that's number two, hall passes. Number three is lockers. Now, my school has lockers. I Okay, so... I can't, I only used my locker maybe freshman and sophomore year, junior year. I had a, had a weird schedule in my junior year. So, uh, I was, for some reason I was able to keep all my stuff in our band room. So I was, I had access to our band room first period, third period and seventh period. And, uh, so we had a class, I had a class between uh, first and third. So I had to go to the band room back and then back to the band room for jazz band. And so that was my history class. So I just kept left my history book in there to get back and forth in between classes. And then the only ones I had were my fit, so fourth period, fifth period, and sixth period. I kind of had to keep all those books in my backpack. And then the seventh period was choir, so I didn't have to worry about that shit. Um, so, yeah, I didn't really use my lockers, but I get the point of them because books and shit like that. Um, but then you get to college, and it's like, if you have five classes in one day and aren't able to go back to your, like, 
dorm or your apartment or whatever like yeah you're not gonna have access to that so i guess lockers could be weird in that sense but i think they're mainly mainly supposed to be for books but i think what they're trying to talk about is like people decorating their lockers and shit like that i'm like that's fucking weird it's like it's just a storage spot people hanging out by the lockers and like yeah i didn't hang out in my locker ever and shit like that uh so yeah that that is that can be weird depending on how you look at it number four the pledge of allegiance now the yeah that is fucking weird just you know okay everyone uh support your country nationalism and shit like that uh even though like the country's raised on racist shit black people you gotta do the pledge of allegiance too and then like oh yeah and then number five is the flag in general in every classroom like yeah we know what country we're in i don't think we need an update on uh what country we're in uh uh, every when every morning you recite a pledge to the flag, you you pledge your allegiance to the country you live in, and then um, there's a flag so you don't forget what country you're in. Um, I know what country I'm in. I don't think we forgot from first period. Uh, I know it's third period now. I still know what I still know what uh, country I'm in. Don't don't worry. I still know what country you're in. So uh, that is that is somewhat weird. I mean, like having to do that every morning. That is, that, I don't know, that is seem a little weird to me. Like, it's a school. It's not like a, it's not like, it's like sporting events too. Like, I don't know why they do it at sporting events either. Like, that is, it is kind of weird. Uh, please rise for our national anthem. Like, why are we doing the national anthem right now? It's like, if I did a, like, if you go to a concert, they're like, all right, everyone, let's rise for the national anthem. I'm like, no, this is fucking weird. Like, we, we put it in situations that are weird and, uh, shit like that. Um, that's number five. Number six, cafeterias. Now, a little weird to me. Uh, number seven, we're going to do six and seven together. So number seven is the lunches. Now, I can say with the lunches that uh, they have to be mass-produced, and uh, and they probably don't have a big budget for it because schools spend money on football. And even though they bring in money somehow, anyways, school lunches have to be taken out. Um Shit like that. I don't know why. So they have to make it mass and cheap. So that explains why it, it, it sucks dick a lot. So that, that explains what the lunches. Um, that's the only thing I could say. My school, I mean, like, lunches weren't that good, but it was like $1.50. They made it, like, really cheap, though, like $1.50 a lunch. So, like, my mom did not care about paying, like, my lunch and stuff like that, which also, yeah, stuff like that. And then also, like, you hear about, you know, lunch debts and shit like that. Like, really? Like, you're going to fucking not do that shit? Okay um so um yeah so we got and then cafeterias no that's that's the weird thing like i mean it's you have lunch i guess you have separate rooms i mean it's just a whole room for eating so that's the shit um that i i guess i'm having a disconnect there it's like a ca- a whole room to eat in like you know when you have a kitchen and you eat in the kitchen i don't know it's that shit um so that was six and seven number eight is the mandatory milk um yeah, that, that is kind of weird that, like, the only option you have to drink is milk. Because um, I guess study... Well, I mean, when I was a kid, they had milk. You got, like, milk twice a day. Um, and then, like, they got rid of, like, normal chocolate milk, and they got skim milk, and it tastes like ass uh, or whatever. And so you had to drink ass milk or just regular white chocolate ass milk. <laughs> that sounds like shit, like you're eating, drinking shit. Um, and then, yeah, the mandatory milk. And that's weird because, like, 
milk is a weird like cow's milk is a weird thing like you learn like you're actually not supposed to be drinking it and it's also weird when you're like just drinking straight another animal's milk when you just think about that concept it's really weird uh so that yeah i can see how that's weird um but also like have you tried almond milk like even if you get the sweetened kind that shit is great like i do think almond milk if you're going unsweetened almond milk versus skim milk unsweetened almond milk way to go it's actually pretty good especially if it's flavored it's the it's the shit so um so i'll switch to almond milk okay or whatever non-animal milk is you want okay if if it's like straight milk or whatever like if you're gonna use it for baking or shit like that that's fine um next up on our list uh this we're gonna go nine and ten together uh looks like starting in september number 10 is or in august now i started school in august uh normal schools start in september i would say um from what i believe is the reason for that it's all in regards to farming if i'm correct farming because uh a lot of times parents were farmers and they would need their kids to help them and the summertime was like an important time. They needed the help. So that's why I guess when school started, they didn't have it in the summer. Um, and they did it in like, and then they went to school in like the fall and winter. Cause I think that's when everything was, they didn't need as much help, especially in the winter because something like that and everyone was dying and shit like that. So that's when, that's why school schedules work like that. At least in the United States. Um, I think that's a, the actual explanation. I could be wrong. Uh, I've been known to be wrong, but I'm going to assume I'm right this time. Um, so that's why school starts usually around that time. Um, so that's 9 and 10. Number 11, morning announcements. Um, I wouldn't say that's a weird thing we do. Um, I think if you're looking at, like, movies and shit, it's not like that at all. It's, like, one person, like, the school secretary or whatever. All right, so for today's announcements, it's not usually a – or maybe it's a kid. Welcome to today's announcements. Uh, the chess club has sign-ups today. Go sign up for the chess club. It'll be a lot of fun. And someone with no personality talking like that shit um, because they're a child and they're in school and they're probably not doing any broadcast journalism like I do. Real – broadcast journalism like you're listening to right now on cancel Sweezy. i like that um next up uh school buses now I'm trying to understand the disconnect here um because school buses are just kind of a way to help kids get to school that way their parents if they have jobs and shit like that don't have to necessarily worry about having to drop their kids off at school every day maybe other countries it's normal for parents to drop kids off at school every day because they're not capitalist assholes but uh, I could see that, but it's just a way to transport kids to school from their home in an easy way, not needing the parents, more like latchkey kids. If you didn't know what that, I learned that term where it was like uh, you had your own key and when you went home from school, you were just alone and while your parents were still at work. Now, um, I guess when I was like super small, that wasn't the case. I was in the same school as my mom because my mom was a teacher, so I just had to go see her and do all my homework. And then like, I remember in second grade Tuesdays where like I had like, Five different subjects of homework. It was rough. It's second grade. Second, second fucking grade. Look, literally took me two hours to do my homework in the second grade. Yeah, shit like that. Okay, well, that's a weird rant. Um, so yeah, and school buses. Um, so yeah, if you're and then when I was middle school, I was basically a latchkey kid. But being a latchkey kid isn't like a negative thing. It's just like your parents are at work and you just go home. <laughs> like that's all it is. Um, next up, we got thirteen nurses on the premises now. <laughs> Um, there, that is, that is a good question. Cause I remember one time I had a headache 
and ask of the nurse, and they like checked all these random ass different things about me. And they're like, all right, here's some ibuprofen. I'm like, all right. And I took some ibuprofen and then it was good. Um, that was one time. Uh, so, yeah, nurses on the premises is really weird because if it's an actual emergency, you go to the hospital. <laughs> You're like, you don't go to the nurse. They just usually give you ibuprofen and like walk it off. Um, that's all it is. Um, next up is cheerleaders. Um, so, yeah, I get it. Like, as in, yeah, I guess they think about it as like a school subject. Because um, I guess most international sports is soccer, rugby. There's not necessarily cheerleaders for those sports. And I guess it's like a very American thing. It's really only for football and basketball, am I right? Like, baseball doesn't do it. It's really just football and basketball, and those are two, or American football. That's really just an American sport. Uh, so I guess it's just an American thing we do. Um, hey, it's entertaining to watch cute girls, okay? Okay? Not high school anymore. I'm too old for that. Like, college and uh, professional cheerleaders. And that's always the one thing about, like, cheerleading. It's like, you could, like, you could be in high school, and you can get into college for cheerleading. And then after that, I, and I always thought about, like, after that, it was kind of like, what if you want to be, a cheer, like, a professional cheerleader? I'm like, I guess that's pretty hard. Like, you can only, like, the only situations you have is maybe, I guess there's a lot of situations, like, uh, minor league, basketball. I think WNBA has, do they have cheerleaders? I don't know. Can the one fan of WNBA... Uh, please comment on this, please, and thank you. Um, but yeah, I can see how that's weird because it's like two American sports that have it and no others. Um, number 15, not using numbers for grades. I guess that could make sense. But but also at the same time, A, B, C, D, F. I mean, you replace that with numbers. I guess that makes sense. That's 15. Uh, number 16, water fountains. That's, oh, okay. If, now, if they're talking about like drinking fa- fountains, that's weird. They're talking about like actual fountain, like you know, like park fountains and shit like that. That is a little weird to have in a school. My school had one. I don't know if it was ever on. My school had one. Uh, my school also looked like ass, and no one's gonna deny that. My high school, like the building itself, looks like ass. <laughs> that's because it is ass. Um, so that's sixteen water fountains. But like, if it's drinking fountains, I don't know how that's fucking weird to have in a fucking school. Like, okay, kids are not supposed to drink water. Okay. That shit like that. Number 17 we have is Scantrons. Um, yeah, that I don't like Scantrons. Like we, in college, especially, they made you buy the Scantrons. That way the teacher could be lazy and not actually have to grade their fucking tests they give. I just think I don't know. If you give the test, you gotta fucking grade it yourself. If you, if you don't want to grade test, don't give tests. That's that's the common thing. Scan and in college it was like a slap to the face. I don't want to grade, actually grade your fucking work. So uh now you have to buy this shit. It was wasn't that expensive, but still it was kind of like a slap to the face to do that. Um uh number yeah, that's number 17. So scantrons are fucking stupid. I mean, it just shows how a teacher is lazy. Just like it's great your own fucking test. Number 18, uh, the bathroom process, like a pass to go to the bathroom. So, yeah, my school didn't have pass to go to the bathroom. It was more just like ask the teacher if we can go to the bathroom. Some teachers were like, well, if this becomes like a daily habit, I'm going to be suspicious. But I told, I had like a poop, I always had to poop during one class. And one teacher was like, oh, is this, you just have a usual bathroom break today? And I'm like, there was nothing going on in class. She was always like cool about it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you just ask to go to the bathroom as long as they don't take forever. It's not a big deal. Um. Is that the bathroom process I was thinking of? Or was there... Oh, 
there was a, I remember hearing in school, um, teachers would talk about, um, like if you have to throw up, like a, there's a lot of teachers or you had to vomit or whatever. You, a lot of teachers would be like, if you have to vomit, uh, you don't have to ask permission to go to the bathroom. Just go. And I have to think in that situation that there's a story about when she was like, you have to ask for going to the bathroom and a student raised their hand to go to the bathroom because they felt like throwing up and they wouldn't let him go. And then they vomited everywhere. And now that teacher's like, you know, if you have to vomit, just go straight to the bathroom. I don't care. I'll understand when you come back and say you vomited. <laughs> uh, that's a good situation. Uh, I just like to think that is a, a story that happened folks. So, um, that's my thoughts on the bathroom process. Number 19 rival schools. I guess like, I guess that's like trying to build up school spirit and like, Oh, you live in this town forever type of thing. And like that town sucks. Cause there are rivals and shit like that. Even though my rival, uh, the rival school in my high school always kicked our ass. That was a hundred percent always happened. They always kicked our ass. So yeah, that's the thing. 20 is parking. Now, I guess um, depends on where you live in the world, but a lot of times, especially the Midwest, we don't have like public transportation. Some kids, if they don't take the bus, some some of us have cars get around because our parents give us pieces of shit cars and we drive those to school. Um, and I guess people park in the parking lot. It's a very big Midwest thing. Like if you're in the Midwest, like you're there's a parking lot and you got to remember where you parked in the parking lot. That's always a thing for me. Uh, so I guess I don't know how that's super weird. If as long as you like actually drive to school, uh, number twenty one, uh, the way they look like a prison. My school looked like a prison. Windowless rooms everywhere. Uh, just like you know, windowless rooms was not very nice. My school literally looked like a prison. Like it was, it was, uh, it was disgusting. And I, and we all knew that. And we're like, love how our school looks like a prison. And I guarantee you there were like. A hand like a handful maybe like i would say five at the most had windows in the classroom like five all none of none of the others had windows in the classroom they were all just windowless fucking rooms that was like this is like prison isn't it and i think they made the design schools to look like a prison because you're not supposed to enjoy being at school and then i remember when i was in like i would say i think it was second grade uh they, they, I guess I got in trouble and I had to write down things and I wrote down, I don't enjoy going to school every day. And I got in trouble for that. I got in trouble for saying I don't enjoy going to school, but you're not supposed to enjoy going to school. That's just what it is. You can, you can have some fun socializing at school, but uh, school itself sucks ass. Uh, that's that. Uh, number 22, mascots. Um, I guess I think about like, mascots for the school because I guess that you can think about that a little weird as like a school thing because they're not professional sports teams, but like they have one mascot for all our teams and it's the same one for all of them. I can see how that could be a little weird, um, but I feel like someone in another country can understand that if they have a soccer team. It's not a big deal. Number 23, uh, we're almost done, folks. Number 23 is Drama Club. Um, I feel feel like that's a normal thing drama club because people want to put on stage performance you want to talk about theater and shit like that theater's everywhere so how is theater a weird thing maybe just the title of it drama club could be weird uh to it um so that's a thing i guess that's could be weird to someone i'm trying to understand but i don't um uh 
Next up, we have pools. Uh, my school did not have a pool because we did not have a swim team. Now, it's typically for swim teams. It's just general sports that you have in a school. That's what it is. It's all a pool. is. Sometimes you have to do it in gym class. Thankfully, I didn't have to do that because um, I do not have the body for for that. Um, in high school, definitely. And, like, I think I wore, like, shirt. I wore a lot of shirts in the pool growing up, and I do not think it was actually because I was insecure about my body. I think it was because of body acne. Like, I think the body acne thing really gets you. Like, and that's why some people, I think there's a lot more people who would say they wear that because of body acne instead of just like, I don't, I don't like my body. So, uh, there's that. Uh, clubs in general, yeah, they do have fucking uh, weird ass clubs in school. Like, like if you look, I looked up like my high school's uh, weird clubs. And I was like, wait a minute, people are putting that shit on there? What the fuck is this? Like, was it honor society? Oh, honor society too. It's like, yeah, we're, we're pretty smart. <laughs> That's all it is. It's like, yeah, we're pretty smart. We have a club about it. What do we do? Nothing. It's like, fucking fuck. Um, I wasn't in any clubs. Cause I was in like just band and choir shit like that. Jazz band. Um, that was near clubs that were more organized. That was more just a group or whatever. Um, so clubs in general could be weird. 26 vending machines. Yeah. I could see that being, that, that is really, really weird, but we're Americans. We're fat. And that's the way it is. That's how you got to get your Doritos and other shit like that. <coughs> All right, we're getting near the end here. 27 climbing ropes. They don't do that anymore. When I was like a kid, they did that in Kansas. So it was probably, they probably stopped doing that long before that. And then uh, by the time I reached middle school in Kansas, they stopped. I have to assume that is the situation there. Um, climbing ropes, because like the mat you fell on was not good. <laughs> I don't know how anyone would survive that. Like, you may not get a concussion, but uh, you could break a bone. Uh, 28 snow days. Now, I guess some places in Europe, they're used to. Uh, but I know in the Midwest, when I grew up there, like, uh, there's some country roads, like gravel roads. Like, you can't, you're not leaving. Like, good luck if they're plowed. Like, just good fucking luck if they're plowed in general. And if they're not, um, how do you expect to get to school? It's just, like, country rural areas that that's the reason why snow days exist because not everyone gets to school. And if you force everyone to go to school on that day, uh, people are going to die. My school, uh, they had a thing. I think my college was a lot more lenient on snow days because they had a lot of commuters. And I think people died. And I think two people died like when i was in school it was pretty sad uh that's the thing and uh that's why you don't want people to die that's why you have snow days it snows pretty bad here especially in the midwest where the weather is just crazy um this is the type of guy you get so uh and the final one last and for all is lacrosse now i didn't have a lacrosse team in my school i went to high school in missouri and missouri is like you know trash uh, and i went to elementary school in kansas which is also trash but a better trash it's like it's like recyclable. It's like uh, you have two bins. One stuff you're going to recycle. The other stuff is actual trash. And Kansas is the recyclables, and Missouri is the actual trash. Now, even though they're both going to the same dump, Kansas is still better. Um, but, yeah, we didn't have lacrosse because uh, I think that's like a, a – a, we're like super white. Like the – you know, like the Vermont white people come from. Not like the Midwest white people. I think the Midwest white people come from like Texas and migrate up north. Um, those white people come from like Vermont or Connecticut. One of those two. That's uh, that's where those people go on. If you have a question about that. Pretty bold of you little fucks to assume that I'm not God. So don't question me uh, ever. 
for uh, any reason, okay? That's it. So that's all we have to do in scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, if you're not from the United States, uh, what do you think is weird? Leave a comment on the video or wherever you listen to podcasts, if you can leave a comment. That's all I want to know. We've been going through this pandy for over a year now, and any responsible human would groan at the idea of leaving your home. Why should you have to leave your home to buy alcohol either? That's where Drizzly comes in handy. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy-to-use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know, it's saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. I use Drizzly at least once and sometimes twice a week, and it's so easy that going to the liquor store is a thing of the past. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that provides it to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee, so using our link in the description gets $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our link, you directly support this show. I live alone, so cooking can become very sad when cooking for one. That's why I order food from local restaurants often because I know they're struggling and I know I don't have to cook when I'm feeling depressed. That's why I absolutely love DoorDash because they have been my food savior during this pandy. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you crave directly to your door. With over 300 thousand partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery. Download the DoorDash app from the link in our description. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Treat yourself like the king and queen you are and order from DoorDash today. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So it's now time for me to solve all your relationship problems. I know know a lot of you have problems in your life. I don't. I'm perfect. So, uh, but I'm here to help you out and live a better life. So, if you have any questions or uh, anything you need advice on, you can always email the schwedcast at gmail.com. I will be more than happy to solve any problem that you've ever had, ever, whatsoever, for any reason, uh, for any reason. This is the type of guy you get. So, uh, why not ask me your problems? Let's get into our first one from Ask Schweezy today. Uh, my girlfriend wants to break up with me because she's uncomfortable with the anime I am watching. That's rough, buddy. All right, let's see here. For some context, I don't watch animes that are overtly sexual or have a provocative nature as the center of attention. I started watching Bleach, and in the anime, there are characters that have a lot of cleavage showing and multiple scenes of character comedically acting perverted, followed with close-ups of the character's breasts. Not always comedic. Nosebleeds, etc. Personally, I don't like slash care for those scenes because I don't find it funny or entertaining, so I skip past things like that and focus on the story if I can. Sometimes the scenes are too quick for me to skip them, and I ended up seeing provocative stuff. My girlfriend feels really uncomfortable with me watching the show because she doesn't like the provocative scenes. 
Uh, I explained to her that I don't like them either, skip past them, and that I'm watching the show for the story because I enjoy it. She says that I'm putting myself in a position to consistently see provocative stuff, and that's why she is uncomfortable. And that is a boundary of hers that I am crossing. I want her want to hear a third-person perspective. I understand where she's coming from, but she's willing to break up with me over it, so it's been really affecting me. Just for some context, I'm not trying to choose an anime over my girlfriend. I would just like to reach an understanding of what I do. So, um, from what I'm looking at, I'm gonna Google this real quick to see if I can confirm, uh, real quick. Ship in the pan. Okay, so so I think there's a rule uh, that I don't think porn is allowed in Japan for some reason. Uh, censorship in Japan, although prohibited by the country's constitution, is effectively mandated through the Article 175 of the Criminal Code of Japan with regards to pornography. Um, with while Article 21 of the Japanese Constitution guarantees freedom of expression and prohibits formal censorship, effective censorship of pornographic content does exist and is justified in Article 175 of the Criminal Code of Japan. Historically, the law has been interpreted in different ways. Recently, it has been interpreted to mean that all pornography must be at least partially censored. However, there have been very few arrests based on this law. So, I think there's something to do, and I think that happens with anime too, that it gets weirdly sexual in the shows because porn isn't legal, so they want to grab attention for some reason. You know, in America, unless you're a fucking weeb, you, uh, do not care for that shit, cause it's a fucking cartoon. Um, so, um, personally, you gotta say, look, um, she might need to learn some context about Japan, uh, about that shit. Um, I think that's the reason why it gets really, uh, there's weirdly sexual, like, oh, you can kind of, look at their breasts, they're huge for some fucking reason. Uh, but a lot of times, yeah, the story's in, yeah, yeah, it, with anime, it does make sense when you, if you're not a fucking weeb to say, like, I'm only watching this for the plot. It's, I'm not actually watching it for the fucking cartoon boobs that Japan is drawing. Uh, it's just a cultural thing that they, it just grabs attention because they don't see as much porn as we do. We have porn, like, everywhere. And you're like, I don't look at porn. I'm like, look at a fucking billboard. You'll, you'll see some hot woman in the billboard. And guess what? Porn is okay, so stop slut-shaming like we do on the show. We are against slut-shaming on the show because uh, sluts, are, sluts are cool, and that's why we don't slut-shame on the show. And uh, I like that. Uh, yeah, that's why we don't slut-shame on the show, folks. So you may just need to learn, it's like, um, okay, so in Japan, look at this, like, porn is technically not legal or whatever, but they don't arrest anyone for it. But at the same time, yeah, that's probably why anime gets that. So maybe, like, look at some articles like, hey, this is why it's weirdly sexual in the show. But also, you're watching Bleach. I know there's a lot of episodes, but uh, at some point, you're going to finish the show. And uh, that problem's going to be gone forever, unless you keep rewatching it. That is the only uh, thing I can say there uh, in regards to the show. So eventually, you're going to finish it, and uh, it won't be a problem anymore. So maybe she's out of town, just really go through it. And maybe we just finish the show. Uh, All right. I've been burping way too much. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, my girlfriend keeps telling me I'm going to die because I got the COVID vaccine. Uh, my girlfriend and I have been dating for five months now. She and I have opposite political beliefs, but we put that aside 
beside us. Uh, I am fully vaccinated, but she did not approve of me signing up for the vaccine. In fact, she was livid. She kept telling me that the vaccine wasn't FDA approved and that it hadn't been studied enough and I'm going to face serious health consequences because of it. I disregarded her statement because she reads a lot of fake propaganda. Of course, um, yeah, they wouldn't be allowed to give the vaccine if it wasn't FDA approved. Uh, approved. So, um, the fact that she says it wasn't FDA approved is nonsense, and that's fucking QAnon conspiracy, QAnon conspiracy theories. Uh, I got my second dose last week. We have each other on Live 360 because the world is crazy. She saw that I wasn't at school during the afternoon and was at my vaccine appointment. She texted me and asked if I was really going to put even more poison in my body. I ignored her comment because uh, comment because irritated me. Because irritated me. Uh, a day after I got the second dose, I was having side effects like headache and fatigue. My girlfriend was concerned, but also kept berating me for getting the vaccine. She kept telling me how it's already destroying me, and it's my fault for getting it without waiting for more research. The side effect only lasted for a day, and I'm fine now. However, my girlfriend continuously throws it in my face. She always makes a snarky comment about my vaccine, and even posts online to her also skeptic friends to basically gossip about me. She also throws me a comment about how I might die, and adds, I'm just was joking after but i know she's not i know she means no serious harm but it's kissing kissing me off i'm assuming it's pissing me off, kissing me off and she's well aware of it how do i get her to see that it's not fair of her to berate me for my personal choice now buddy here's the thing like uh the tiktok before which i will now play again i'm not gonna get the vaccine then die what do we do argue with you I'm not on the debate team. This is a mock trial. Aren't you worried about the side effects? I'm worried about the disease. Well, they're tracking you through the microchip. They're tracking you through the phone you're watching this on. Get the vaccine. Uh, as it says, uh, you're not going to convince this dipshit otherwise. Uh, this dipshit just needs to die. Now, you've been only dating for five months, so you're not like... I mean, you might be a little ride or die, but not a full ride or die like my EP out now on all the streaming platforms, uh, with this, yeah, there's no way, and really, buddy, you need to get out of this situation, this is not a good situation for you to be in if she's that fucking stupid about vaccines, and definitely political beliefs, like, political, saying, like, your pol the politician you like is a little bit different, but, like, certain basic ideas, like, are you pro-choice, pro-life, or are you on the, uh, pro-life for fetuses or whatever they call themselves these days um do you you know situations like that what do you what do you believe in you, you they hit a line pretty close they don't have to be exact but they should be pretty close also um yeah vaccine shit like you don't want to breed with this person how about if you breed with this person you have a baby uh you want the kid to stay alive so you want to get a vaccine however she is a dipshit and meaning that she would be okay with the baby dying uh to make her feel important about the vaccines, whatever, like whatever, how stupid she fucking is, buddy, you got to break up with this chick. Um, nothing's going to change. It's going to lead to more and more fights and more shit like this. Like you get a flu shot, buddy, it's not going to be good for you. Um, best thing I can say to you is, yeah, you're going to have to, you're going to have to break up this bitch. Um, I never try to say break up in most situations, but this is a situation, uh, yeah, you're going to have to break up. That's that's exactly what you're going to have to do, buddy. I'm sorry. Uh, but that's the only thing you can do uh, in the situation, okay? So that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to itch inside of my nose. It looks like I'm picking it, but I'm just itching it because my nose is itching like always does. Uh, is a 14-year age gap too much? All right. Uh, 
I'm 28 years old and she is 42 years old. We met online a couple months back. I thought she was gorgeous and we started chatting and eventually we met for a date a couple days ago. It was honest, such a fun day and I've already asked if she'd like to have a second date. Uh, She has two kids, 8 and 12, and has recently come out as gay. Oh, you're a female too. Okay, so you're both women. So she probably was into men and then she realized, oh, I don't think I like men. She's she had a 20 year career that unfortunately had to be sacrificed with the past years so she could stay home while the kids did school. The thing is, I still live with my parents and I can't imagine uh, that they will be less than pleased. They tend to be extremely judgmental and are not shy about voicing their opinion. It puts me in an awkward situation because I really just would like everyone to get along and I don't see why they always tend to lean towards the negative aspects of every situation, not just this one. I have a good job and the idea behind living with my parents was to save money to buy a house. Uh, but as of right now, my parents are a constant present to give you some more information. I don't want my own kids and most of my friends are 20 to 30 years older than me. So dating someone 14 years older than me doesn't bother me at all. Uh, her kids seem great, and I wouldn't mind being in their lives. I could take or leave ma- marriage. I'm more on the serious side, and as the oldest of six kids, I have plenty to learn young. I had to learn pretty young to be mature. Uh, she is more silly than I am and loves to just have a fun time laughing all the way. Seems to be a good match, and we seem to balance each other out a bit. I'm focused on taking it extremely slow at I know sometimes when things are now new and exciting in the past, I've had a tendency to rush. I guess I've just been stressed because I know my parents will be extremely unhappy and think I'm making a really ridiculous decision if I do end up getting to a more serious point. Is a 14-year age gap between two women of our ages too much? If not, what advice would you give for breaking it to my parents? Um... So, I don't think it's weird, um, considering you're 28 and you met recently. That's the weird situation uh, when I have. With the weird age gaps, it's always when you meet. What age were you when you met? That's the thing. So, say, so I'm 27 years old. So, say I met a 14-year-old right now. Uh, so, I met a 14-year-old. Uh, nothing romantic. And then, let's say, um, seven years passed. So, uh, she would be... Uh, 21, and I would be, um, 34, uh, and, yeah, we'd be like, okay, so it's, it would be a normal thing today, but at the same time, it's like, you met her when you were four, when she was 14, so, that's weird to me, but you met when you were, like, 28, I assume, or 27, worst case scenario, um, so I wouldn't say the age gap is weird, it's only weird, like, when you originally met, um, next thing I would say in regards to that, um, uh, you're worried about what your parents are going to think. Um, don't bring up ages, I would say, and, uh, let them figure out for themselves. And if they don't like it, fuck them. Who gives a shit what your parents think? I know you can still like them, still be friends with them. There's a lot of things my parents think I don't like, and I still like them, keep them around. So, yeah, uh, yeah, they know. Uh, this is the type of guy you get. So when they meet me and I, I bring home a 45-year-old woman who has a lot of money. Like, man, what the fuck's going on? Uh, they can figure it out and they don't like it. Okay. I don't... They go to church every Sunday. I don't go to church every Sunday. We can do our own things, okay? Uh, so don't give a shit about what your parents think. If they're going to kick you out for something like that, it's a little weird. And I wouldn't say this is like a grooming situation either. Um... So I feel like you're fine. Uh, so just realize that. And I'm assuming they know you're gay, too. Um, just let them 
just tell them to shut the fuck up. That's all you have to say. Uh, like if some, you should just not give a shit about other people's opinions. That's just how life works. And that's all I can say. Um, next question. I am constantly walking on eggshells around my boyfriend who I live with. Uh, we have been together since my first year of college, two or so years now, and we have currently been living together for the past four months. This was definitely a mistake, and everybody told me it would be, but I was stupid and didn't listen. Now I am constantly in fear of what his mood is going to be. I am not in any kind of danger, but it's definitely taking the, an emotional toll on me. He is an extremely paranoid person who accuses me of lying about the most random things. He'll admit he needs help, but won't do anything about it. It's this constant cycle of him getting mad, giving me the silent treatment for a week or so then sometimes apologizing not always and then being extra nice till it all repeats i constantly feel guilty and i don't even know what for i know i clearly need to end it but our lives are so intertwined because we live together all right so obviously um i have a song called eggshells which you can listen to on whatever streaming platform you like um one thing i will tell you um from my experience um, of writing a song with the same title, um, if you have to walk around eggshells for anyone, get ri- don't have them in your life. That's that's the number one thing I can tell. You. If you ever feel in a relationship, I'm talking about like your friends with like a friend, even just a friend, even someone you're not trying to have sex with. If you feel like you're walking on eggshells, just end it. That's 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 over. Zitch done. Uh, Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, just get the fuck out of there. So the, the problem you got yourself into, you're so intertwined that you live together. Um, are you still in college? That's a good question. So if you're in college, you may have to wait till your lease is up and uh, move out. Uh, that's that's going to be a good thing. Just say you don't want to renew the rent. And uh, yeah, the biggest thing I can tell you is, yeah, you're going to have to break up. Uh, but you're going to have to figure out how, like, if you have to live with someone for a minute uh yada 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 maybe figure out a way to get your own place for a while maybe have to pay rent in two different places uh that part's gonna suck but you know you gotta do what you gotta do um because that's the thing you made a mistake and you kind of have to live in the mistake that you moved in with him uh way too early um so i think you're intertwined so you're a little tangled up you know a couple knots and stuff what you gotta learn you gotta do take it one step at a time figure out your way to unknot everything and that way you can get forward with your life and make yourself a better person that is something i think you could easily do and make your way through making your way downtown walking fast this is passing them home now um so yeah best advice i can possibly give you is to do that shit um just kind of un it's so intertwined and tangled untangle everything one knot at a time and eventually everything will be untangled and you are free from that psycho you have to be walking on eggshells walking on eggshells all around so uh do that shit so that's uh, that's my answer to your problem let's move on to our next problem um see i think we only have like three left four Five. Oh, we still have a lot. So don't worry, folks. We still have plenty more to do. Um, let's see here. Uh, should I tell my friend I saw her nude? Uh, I have a best friend. Uh, looks like you're both different genders. 
Uh, I was at her house. She gave me her phone so I could see her vacation pictures. I looked through them when she went to the bathroom. When I was scrolling through them, I came across a picture of her completely naked that was obviously taken before the vacation. The nude was right after her vacation photo. Uh, before the comment came, uh, she did not. Uh, she did not do it on purpose. She is a lesbian and was not trying to seduce me. Uh, I stopped looking through the pictures then uh, when she came back and asked what I thought. I didn't mention her naked picture and I just said, I like the pictures. I was blushing and I think she noticed. So she asked what's up. I told her nothing was up and I thought she thought something was up. I was thinking she may have the right to know who was who has seen her nude. Plus it could save her from making the same mistake again. Uh, she mentioned that she is showing people the photos so maybe I could give her a warning tell her to be careful since she's got a nude in there. Uh, we're close so I don't think she'd get offended. Maybe just embarrassed uncomfortable. Should I tell her what I saw? If so, uh, how should I say it? Now buddy, I'm going to tell you what I would have done in that situation. Um, when she like went away and you were look, you found the nude, I would have been like, this one's my favorite. <laughs> and then she would have saw it. She would have been a little bit embarrassed, but you got to be like, it's like your friends though. So you are like, it's funny. Don't worry. I'm not going to, not going to tell anyone shit like that, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, you're probably gonna, you probably should tell her, especially if she's doing the same thing you did with her, because you're probably, like, the safest person to see that shit. If, uh, she's into, like, some, her parents, and her parents, like, oh, <laughs> just fucking nude. Uh, yeah, that could be go bad. Uh, let her know that, and I would just say, hey, um, you should probably keep your nudes out of this. Maybe make, like, a separate folder on your iPhone. Hopefully she has an iPhone. Not one of those crazy bitches with an Android. Uh, never date someone with an Android. They'll only break your heart. Uh, with that being said, though, um, yeah, you should, you should probably let her know that. Um, and uh, just tell her, maybe tell her, I wasn't turned on. Uh, I thought it was hot, but I wasn't turned on because you're my friend and I would never get turned on by you. <laughs> maybe, just, maybe just make a fool of yourself a little there. Um, no, man, I feel like if you're good enough friends, like if I saw Micah's nudes, I think I've seen Micah naked. And if you're asking, um, I was not impressed with the whole situation. Penis size, he's he's okay penis size. I know you're y'all were wondering that. Hashtag pray for Micah. Um, next uh we have there. Uh yeah, so just probably just let her know that that way she does not let random ass people see her nude. That's probably a good thing uh, to let her know. Next question I got, is it embarrassing to never have kissed slash dated at 23? I just turned 23 and never kissed a guy, had sex, slash had a date, a slash had a relationship. Now, it's not that I was waiting around and all that. I did try to talk with guys and initiate things, but never really worked out. It feels that I never really clicks and conversations fade away. Pandemic didn't really help either. I deleted my dating apps because it was horrific at times with weird comments and chats. And besides that, I have to admit that basing your attraction to someone in a picture is difficult for me. Ditto. Uh, now I basically am outside a lot since it's spring, trying to see, be at the park, <coughs> shopping streets. Well, just see slash try to meet people. Sadly, I lost a side job due to COVID and all my uni classes are still online. I don't know if this is something that can maybe make someone uncomfortable that I have a lack of experience at this age with this be would with this be a turn off and is it something to say initially I am becoming more and more insecure about it seeing everyone getting into their third or even fourth relationships around me anyway is this really something to be ashamed about I'll probably won't really meet someone next month as well haha <laughs> but I am just wondering thanks for your thoughts um you know what everyone meets every life works at different moments for everyone um i don't think you should be sad about it 
also relationships are hard so um that's uh that's that's hard you're a 23 year old woman um so i mean you're still pretty young um so that's a big thing um you never kiss a guy um i feel like though um if you want to have sex and you're not one of those one of those people there's like or yeah, they're like demisexual or something like that where um, they, they say they can only have sex with someone they're emotionally connected to. That's a lot of people out there. You don't have to have, you're not specifically, uh, it's not a specific sexuality of people. You're just, it's just a preference. It's not a sexuality. It's a preference. Okay. Uh, it's like, I don't want to have sex with anyone. I don't have emotional connection with that's normal for a lot of people. And then you meet scum dogs like me who could not be emotionally attached to people. Um, that means you're broken inside so uh yeah so if you you want to have sex just lower your standards a lot you'll find it that's not a problem unless you are demisexual or like to have an emotional connection with someone that's a big thing um and if you do that you'll probably get to kiss the guy too so that's fun and you know when I, when I think about it, you know, like, I, I've talked about this on the show before growing up. I mean, I grew up, like, super evangelical and shit like that. I went to church and church camps and stuff like that. We put virginity on such a big pedestal, and I just do not think it's a big deal. Like, I mean, at some point you're like, oh, yeah, having sex for the first time is a big deal. But, like, we keep, like, virginity and, like, losing your virginity in such a big pedestal and everything. It's just uh, so fucking stupid. And, like, we keep, like, I've had sex with this many people. I'm like... I mean, I don't keep track of that. And I feel like that's a very looking at women very badly. Like you're just, and to me and making women objects, like you have had sex with five women, like, ah, five. I mean, like, so you're putting them like, uh, here's, here's her and her. It's like a conquest for me. I'm like, it's went, they're human beings. Like, don't stop treating people like that. So, um, if you I mean just saying like, if you, if you really want to have sex, just get it over with, um, just really lower your standards because if you really want to have sex with someone, you just got to really lower your standards. Uh, make sure they don't have an STD uh, and make sure they wear a condom. That's also very important. But yeah, if you lower your standards, that is uh, that is a very important thing. Do I have actual important messages to me? No. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's the best thing I would tell you. Maybe lower your standards if you want to do that. But uh, in regards to that, like, you know, things happen to people at different times, you know? Uh, you know, Josh married his, Josh got married at 21, and when I was 21, I ate pizza for an entire week and called it a perfect week. Uh, things happen at different times for different people, so, uh, don't compare yourself to others, you're just gonna be disappointed. That's, um, all I'll have to say. Uh, how can one sleep besides, sleep besides someone else? Short introduction, we know each other for around a year and got along. Right from the start, a couple of weeks ago, we were having a drink, perhaps a little bit more, and ended up watching a movie she recommended and both fell asleep, partly because both of us were rather tipsy, partly because it was like 3 in the morning. We were cuddling in the middle of the night, I guess subconsciously started hugging IDK, and woke up cuddling, ending up kissing after waking up. Nothing too serious, didn't want to start something and blame it on alcohol and stuff, so the next few days, we're seeing each other regularly and actually started sleeping beside each other for the following days, but holy fuck, even if we are trying to sleep and are both tired as fuck we can't sleep because both of us are just like awake it isn't my first relationship if you can call it that it isn't anything official but i never had the feeling of just being awake will sing or hugging someone like that any tips to be able to sleep um yeah so um 
how do you sleep normally without her in the bed? Um, and uh, you may have to sleep like that. Now, you like cuddling? Great. Cuddling can be fun. But at the same time, though, um, sleeping, it's not always the ideal situation. I sweat like a pig at night, and so I keep my place super cold. Uh, and women are cold all the time for some fucking reason because women are crazy. And uh, if you are a woman, I still like you. But uh, you're crazy, and you can also say men are crazy, and I will agree with you. We're all crazy. Um, but uh, with that idea, um, I-, I will tell you this. Uh, so, yeah, um, you could get used to it and be able to fall asleep. Sometimes you could do that. Or you may have to realize that eventually the cuddling has to stop, and you have to sleep the way that's most comfortable for everyone. And that's the way. Like Women will be like, I could be a uh, little spooned all night and fall asleep. Let's do this all night. And guys are like, I cannot fall asleep like this. You are hot as hell. Well, like literally and maybe figuratively, figuratively is what I'm trying to say. Uh, you're hot as hell, um, even though I like that. But, uh, yeah, this is uncomfortable for me, and uh, I need to be able to sleep my own way. So either get used to it or uh, actually sleep the way you're supposed to. That's all I can say. Next up, okay. Okay, we only have two questions. We're, we're plowing through these, plowing through everything. Uh, I just pegged him. I just pegged him, as my friend Rich would say when playing Fortnite. Uh, this one, I keep having dreams my boyfriend is cheating on me. Hi, I'm re- I'm having a real hard time sleeping recently because my boyfriend is currently on deployment with the Navy and I've been having this horrible dream that he goes and flirts and kisses with his other girls while he's hanging with the boys on deployment. For a background, we've been together since we were 15, so we have immense levels of trust. This isn't something I ever think he could or would do. It's just hard for me because I... If I ever have these dreams normally, I just talk to him about it and we go about our day. I can't shake this one and I can't talk to him about it and I have no one else to talk to about with it. Can someone give can someone give me some encouraging words? Yes, all right. I'll give you some encouraging room. It's a fucking dream. Dreams aren't fucking real. I once had a dream that uh Micah had sex with a sex doll and uh Basically, it was just a torso. That was all the sex doll was. He filmed it and made me and all my friends watch it. And it was fucking gross. And that was the moment I did realize... uh, Hold on. Hashtag pray for Micah. Um, That was the time I realized I finally get how women are mad at things you do in their dreams. Because I was mad at Micah for what he did in my dreams. But it was also a fucking dream. And uh, if Micah ever did that in real life... um, Something bad would happen to him. I guarantee with uh, a bunch of people with that, things would happen. Hashtag pray for Micah. But I also love Micah, and he would never do that. So, um, so yeah, so remember, it's a fucking dream. Uh, dreams are in your head. So in your head, he's cheating on you. But in real life, he's not. So who are you going to trust? Your dreams or real life? I don't trust my dreams, but I can trust people in real life. That's why you trust people in real life and not in your fucking dreams. Uh, so if you're having problems with how someone else acts in your dreams, that's your problem, not his. So uh, remember that. It's a fucking dream. And uh, if you want to stop dreaming, figure that shit out. So on to our last one. Speaking of sex dolls. Hashtag pray for Micah. Uh, sex doll dilemma. 
So my boyfriend of seven years recently bought a sex doll without really consulting me about it first, and I'm not okay with it. I don't know why it upsets me so much, but I can't be a part of it, and I see him totally different because of it. And I being too hard on him or selfish, I just feel like he felt like he had to get it because he gets something from it I can't give him. Seriously considering moving out and ending their relationship. We also have two children, and my son accidentally seen the doll. I'm just so over it. That's rough, buddy. Um, I'm... Congratulations, you played yourself. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep playing a couple of these until I figure out what the fuck is going on. I like that. That was the wrong one. Simp. I identify as a fucking threat. Okay, now I'm, I'm, I think I'm gonna be able to process this now. So, sex toys are nothing weird. I don't want to put a stigma on sex toys. For men, we have fleshlights, and apparently normal, normal toys, fleshlights... I think that's our only one. Uh, maybe some that like jerk you off for you. Shit like that. Maybe those can be a little normal. Um, women have vibrators. I feel like those are okay for just jerking off. However, when you get to sex dolls, when you get to things that would actually be human-like, that's where things get weird. And if you're a lonely man, have a sex doll. Fine, keep, have a sex doll, take care of it, treat it nicely. But if you're in a committed relationship of, uh, let's say, seven years, and you're 26 years old, and you bought a sex doll, a sex doll is a weird thing for you to buy when you actually have a real partner, because uh, in some cases, it feels like it's kind of, I would say this with an actual full sex doll that looks like an exact human, you're cheating on your girlfriend looks like he's a like girlfriend in the situation i would say this is cheating i would say you're cheating on your girlfriend with uh with a with a doll you are having a relationship with this doll it's fucking weird now if you're just using a flashlight to jerk off that's that's different but if you're using a sex doll to have sex with you're having sex with it you're not jerking off with it you're having sex with it this is cheating i've given this to her um and the problem is the only way you're getting rid of this is throwing it away because <laughs> no one wants to use like uh, the deep thought we had last week. Oh my gosh, so deep. I fucking love it. So that deep thought we had last week, uh, I don't mind a woman being a, uh, not being a virgin, but I would not use a used flashlight. It's weird. and I don't like it. That's weird. So this isn't just jerking off, like using something to help you jerk off. This is cheating. The saddest form of cheating that has ever existed. I can't explain otherwise. Uh, some people could be like, well, it's not cheating because she's not real. I'm like, she's real to him. I bet she's real to him. I bet she has a name. I bet he's named it. I guarantee he's fucking named it. This is cheating. Like, the saddest form of cheating ever. The saddest form of cheating that has ever existed in the entire world. If you're in a relationship with someone, you can't be buying a sex doll. Okay, folks, anyone in a committed relationship thinking, maybe I should get a sex doll. Don't get it, because guess what? Congratulations, you played yourself. And that is it, how I'm ending things today. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cancel Sweezy, the only WAP, the wet-ass podcast that uh, out there 
right now. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about anything I talked about, leave a comment down below. Uh, like and review the show. Uh, follow us and subscribe to us on all forms. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, you can email the shredcast at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe to us. Like us. Follow me on social media. Listen to my music. It's going to be me out now, wherever you stream your music at. Uh, like and subscribe to me on Twitch Thursdays and sometimes Mondays I stream. And uh, if you have an Amazon Prime account, so connect the two and hit that subscribe. And uh, $5 a month on Patreon. Support me and everything I do over there. So thank you, next. I like that. And I uh, hope you... And I really like that. ...want this show today. So that's how I'm going to end things off. So like always, honk if you love butt drugs. And uh, stay awesome. Hey there, my fellow Schwokelord. Thank you so much for finishing that episode. It means a lot to me. If you want to support the show even further, check us out on Patreon, where you can get ad-free episodes of all my shows. Once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart, and stay awesome.